the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Everybody, four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and I'm here at your service. If you'd like to join us, if you have a car question, a car problem, if you got an estimate and you're not quite sure if it's good or not, or maybe you've got a symptom of a particular problem, then give us a call at 602 508 0960. 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Quality Transmission. Quality Transmission's in Tempe, but they actually, for me, for the purposes of me recommending transmission shops, that's the only one in the East Valley that I recommend. Bob and Steve have been around a very, very long time. They know what they're doing. They're going to treat you fairly, and I can assure you that not every transmission that goes in the door needs to be overhauled. Unfortunately, in our industry, that is a common practice, and uh, once they take it out, they'll take it out with the idea of, of oh, I think it's about a twelve or $1,300 deal, but then when they take it out and it's in 2,000 pieces, then all of a sudden it doubles and triples in price, and of course, they know you can't leave, but that doesn't happen at Quality Transmission, so if you want somebody to drive your car for free and talk to you, stop by Quality Transmission on McClintock North of University in Tempe. So we've got a lot of call or a lot of email this week, but I'm going to start off with just some fun. Um, the story goes that Bill Gates said if Ford had kept up with technology like the computer industry has, we would all be driving $25 cars that got a thousand miles to the gallon. Of course, Ford's not likely to let that go by, so Ford responded, and it said. If Ford developed technology like Microsoft did, we would all be driving cars with the following characteristics. Number one, for no reason whatsoever, your car would crash twice a day. (laughs) Number two, every time they repainted the lines in the road, you'd have to buy a new car. Number three, if your car, if your technology in your car was like Microsoft, Occasionally, your car would die on the freeway for no reason. You'd have to pull to the side of the road. You'd have to close all your windows, shut off the car, restart it, reopen all the windows before you could continue. And for some reason, most people would simply accept that. So if Ford had developed technology like Microsoft, occasionally executing a maneuver such as a left turn would cause your car to shut down, refuse to start, and in which case you would have to reinstall the engine. Continuing on, if Ford had developed technology like Microsoft, Macintosh would make a car that was powered by the sun, was reliable, five times as fast 
as a Ford, twice as easy to drive as a Ford, but would only run on 5% of the roads. If Microsoft, if Ford built a car with Microsoft technology, the airbag system would say, are you sure, before it deployed. I think that's a bad idea. And of course, occasionally for no reason whatsoever, your car would lock you out and refuse to let you in until you simultaneously lifted the door handle, turned the key, honked the horn, and grabbed a hold of the radio antenna. So, and last but not least, Ford says, if we designed cars like Microsoft, you'd have to press the start button to turn the engine off. <laughs> so, <laughs> just <laughs> that's a, a funny exchange. But uh, in reality, I mean, it is. There's a little bit of truth in in both of those. I don't usually stick up for Ford, but you know, it's just the way it is. We continue. Len, good morning to you. You're our first caller. How is it we can help you this morning? Well, Mark, I have a, a 08 Grand Marquis with a 302 engine in it. At the 42,000, I had a lifter uh, leaking down. You know, click for about a second or two. And maybe every third start or fortieth start or every third start, you never know. Can that be isolated and then replaced without tearing the engine apart? Yeah, but um, how, how do you know for sure it's a lifter? Because there's a lot of noises in your car that sound exactly like a lifter. Well, that's the only way I know that. I imagine it's only at least down when it stops when the valve is, is depressed, and that's why it only does it every. 20th start or every 15th start or something like that. Yeah. Well, you know, there's... Okay. All right. Um, Well, there's a couple of different things. Number one, an exhaust leak sounds just like a lifter. So I want to tell you that's a a mistake I've made, and that's a mistake almost every gray-haired mechanic has made. So we have to be careful about that. And it has everything to do with the temperature of the car, so that's the reason why sometimes it tick, 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 and sometimes it doesn't. No, this is actual clean. Um, well, I know, but so is an exhaust leak. Um, it's it's the same noise. I, I I can't make that point any clearer. It's the same noise. So so I think what what I would do if I were you is is I I'd, I'd buy a really cheap stethoscope at an auto parts store, and um, I would then t- when it's making the noise. I would then touch the valve covers, and I'd start at the front of each valve cover and work my way down. I would really like you to tell me that you can hear it in the valve cover on the passenger side three-quarters of the way to the back. One of the ways that we check for exhaust leaks is we fill the exhaust with smoke. And if there's an exhaust leak after you leave your car overnight and we go into the back of the tailpipe and we fill the tailpipe, push smoke up in there, then we can actually see the exhaust leak before the car starts up and the exhaust manifold swells up and, and, and fixes that leak, so to speak. But to answer your t- question bluntly, you don't have to take the engine apart. On your Grand Marquis, all you have to do is take the intake apart. So you're going to have to take the top of the, car, the engine off, which is the intake manifold, and the, and the valve cover of that affected side. And then you're going to go ahead and have to replace the, uh, the um, um, lifter. One other thing, though, is I would probably say to you, I think I want to pull the valve cover first. I want to put my finger on the noise because we can run the car with the valve cover off. So I want to put my finger on the noise, and I want to be able to change the noise by applying pressure to the tappet and the rocker. So if I can isolate that, then I want to put a half a turn on that adjustment nut. And if it goes away, I want to put the valve cover right back on, and I want you to drive it for a while 
because that means your hypothesis about the lifter being bleeding down is not true. What that means is, is your grand marquee, um, you know, one of the one of the uh, valves wasn't adjusted as tightly as maybe as it should have when it was new or whatever. Whoever was in there last, and a half a turn on the uh, on the rocker assembly takes the noise away. And as long as it doesn't create an intake valve backfire or any kind of backfire through the intake or through the air filter or through the exhaust, then you're home free and you don't have to pull the intake. So well, there's a there's a diagnostic process. The thing that bothers me, it only it only goes for about a second or two, then it goes away. See. When it does, it doesn't do it every well, time. That's why I kind do of, you really think the lifter's going to pump up in a second or two? Well, yeah, I think it could. Well, okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, if you think it could, then, then you know, I just want to caution you about um, going in and saying, I've diagnosed it, and I want you to replace the lifter because your bill could easily be four or five, six hundred dollars and then at the end of the day when you take it home, a couple of cold starts later you have the same problem and when you diagnose it and instruct the shop to do the repair, then they're not responsible for the success of your diagnosis. I would suggest that for another $85 or so, I'm guessing, that uh, you would spend that to confirm your diagnosis and then put the responsibility for the success of the diagnosis squarely on the shoulders of the shop. I understand that's that. what I would do. I understand that, but I don't see how they can find it. It's not doing it when they have the car in there. Well, that's why I, that's why I said a few minutes ago that you'd leave it overnight, and we'd do our work first thing in the morning, and it might take two mornings um, to diagnose it. But then again, it, it's up to you. If you want to pay the diagnostic money, then um, you, you can. And if if you don't want to, then um, and if it only happens for a second. How is it that you think they're going to figure this out? That's what I. That's, what, that's my problem. Okay. Okay. Well, my idea is better than yours. See, it won't my right. idea of of if, if it would do it every okay, start, I, it'd be different, but it doesn't. Maybe every fifth start or twentieth start or something like that. Okay. Well, um, you could also, after you listen to it a couple of times, I think most most guys would know whether it's on the driver's side or the passenger side. You could also pull the valve cover and put a half a turn on all of them, and uh, and then go and then say, hey, Len, try this and see what happens. And and if you said, nope, the problem's still there, then you got to dig deeper. If you say, hey, I haven't heard the problem in 30 days, then you won. Oh, that's very nice. So, all right. Well, good luck to you, Len. One way or the other, good luck to you. So we have an open line, 602-508-0960. We actually have five open lines. And Jesse's on one of them, but you're welcome to call us, 602-508-0960. Jesse, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. Um, I've got a 98 Ford Ranger, with the, and the check engine light came on, um, and I they they pulled the code for me, and it said that it was a, was a P0705, had to do with the transmission, uh, but the position sensor or something like that, and uh, the uh, truck just won't shift out of out of second gear. Sometimes it'll go into third, but most of the time it's stuck in first and second. And um, uh, I've well, they they went ahead and since it was a cheap fix, they uh, replaced that sensor. And uh, it worked for a while, and now it's the check engine light has come back on. Okay. 
Um, did they tell you they were guessing with your money before they guessed with your money? Yes, they did. It was a okay. Yeah, it was like well, we guessed. <laughs> That's what we were doing. Okay, and that's okay. It, that's okay. It's it's okay. The, the customer's allowed to guess with their money. The shop is not allowed to guess with your money without telling you. <laughs> right. But the transmission position sensor, I would have, I would have put it in park and make sure it started in park, and I would have put it in neutral and make sure it started in neutral, and then I put it in reverse and make sure the tail lights or the reverse lights are on, and if the transmission position sensor gives me all those signals good, then it's not the transmission position sensor. Um, I want you to try two things. Number one, I want you to manually shift the car. So pull it down into low, you shift it to second, you shift it to third, and you shift it if it has a fourth, you shift it there too. And with that information, you'll have a better handle on what needs to be done. Another thing I do, I want you to make sure that your speed is, is correct. I want to know your speedometer is working all the time. Because the transmission, if the transmission thinks you're doing 11 miles an hour, it's not going to shift you to third gear. It's not even going to shift you to second gear. Yeah. So the transmission is constantly monitoring the speed. And if the speed doesn't match the chart that the transmission is looking at, it's not going to shift you. So in your case, if the speed sensor was bad and intermittently feeding the transmission a signal, the transmission would be very confused. So here's how it will look to the transmission. 0, 11, 0, 14, 8, 22 and the speed would be hopping all over the place and the transmission would try to put it in the appropriate gear based on the speed and the load of the vehicle and that's where it gets real confusing so the code doesn't tell you what's wrong with your car the code tells you what circuit it sees the problem in it thinks so there's always further diagnosis after the, sure. the code really and truly I would take it to one of the transmission shops on my website they'll talk to you for free They'll test drive it for free, and they're certainly skilled enough to be able to guess about the repair and give you some dollar values that would uh, allow you to be comfortable or not. That's what I do. All right. Well, I, I live around 43rd Avenue on Bethany Home Road. Okay. Well, Adolph's Transmission would be the closest shop to you. And he's right. in the Northwest Valley, and Adolph's would drive it. You could also go to Automatic Transmission Exchange at 40th Street in Washington, and Phil will drive it with you as well. All right. Great, great. All righty. Very good, and I appreciate your uh, your information. You're welcome, Jess. Thank you very much. 602-508-0960. All five lines are open. If you've got a question, now's the time. 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Hello. I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified, we have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May. And I wrote this message. I wish I was in school. I wish I was in school. 
I wish I was in school. Summer isn't fun when you're hungry. If only I had a big test today. Or a book report to give. Give me a math quiz. Give me some homework. If your child relies on free school lunches, we can help provide them with free meals this summer. I'll stay after class. I'll clean the chalkboard. I'll keep my desk grill clean. So they can stop worrying about food and start focusing on fun. I'll do extra homework. I'll clean the class pet's cage. I'll skip recess. I wish I was in school. I wish I was in school. School might end, but free lunches don't have to. Find your local Feeding America food bank for help. Together, we're feeding America. Contact St. Mary's Food Bank Alliance at 602-242-FOOD. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. Every child deserves to have access to books because children who grow up with books invariably do better in life than children who do not. How do I choose a book? Is it the cover? Uh, yeah, some, I guess, you know, it's sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual, so it's a combination of those two. The first book I remember was Captain's Courageous. When I finished that book, I had become so involved with these characters. So here's the thing. If a book's really, really impressing me and the writing is really, really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is. Because the ends, the endings of books, if it's really, really well done, that ending, that last thought should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person, too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress and the Ad Council. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 6 to 8 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. I'm retired Rear Admiral Jim Simons, former captain of the USS Ronald Reagan, and you're listening to the home of Decision 2016, 960, The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. Let's see what the time is. 22 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. We're going to tell you real quick about Kurtz Auto Repair, and then we're going to go to the phones. But Kurtz Auto Repair is up at Bell Road and I-10, I-17, I-17 in Bell, northeast corner. Kurtz has been on our list for a very long time. Our list is called the best car repair shops in Phoenix. I've owned that list since 1988. Kurtz has been on that list, and he is one of the guys that really is in the top 10% of our industry. He's honest and dependable. He's got a technician there, a diagnostician, that is just really a good kid. Eric is his name. But more important than anything else is he's really, really honest. He's not going to sell you anything you don't need, and he's going to talk to you, and he's going to give you all your options. So if you live anywhere near I-17 in Bell, may I suggest you try Kurtz Auto Repair, northeast corner of I-17 in Bell. You know what, Gil? Let's go to Sheila because ladies are first, and then we're going to take Greg. So, Sheila, let's we'll go with you first. How can I help you? Oh, wow, that's very nice. Um, yes, I'm driving an 06 Nissan Murano with 122,000 miles on it. Um, I've had two. I'm on my third. Um, what do you call it? Um, um, thing. CV. The, the um, I can't remember what it's called. In any event. Um, they replaced it at, at 80000 and then they replaced it at 
posted at 100,000 and it was warranted to 120. That's not the issue. The issue is my engine mount. Um, I've had the front passenger one replaced and they're telling me I need three more to the tune of about $1,000. Is that right? Well, let's talk about this. One mount is broken and what they're saying to you is is that it's kind of like buying one new shoe and wearing an old shoe. There's going to be a difference in the in the engine, how it sits in the engine compartment. Yeah, because my I want the cars tell, are all over the road. Cars are all over the road. Okay, well, it has nothing to do with the engine mounts. It doesn't? The engine mounts are four pillows that the engine sits in. It has nothing okay. to do with the car being all over the road. Okay. So here, here's the two here's the two choices you have, Sheila. You can say no, just replace the one bad mount. There's nothing right. wrong with that, Sheila. You're never going to break down if one of those other three mounts happens to come apart. That's not okay. going to cause you the need of a tow truck. It's not going to put your life in jeopardy. So if you want, you can say, you know what, I want to do one a month or something right. like that. But right. it is okay. not critical in any way, shape, or form that you spend another thousand dollars for those three mounts and there's really no benefit to having all three of them done at the same time because they're all three in different locations, and so therefore the labors are separate. So it's not okay. like you can get three for the price of one. Okay. All right. Okay, got it. Yes. Okay, so then, then, then my second, the second issue is the car's all over the road. What would that be? Okay, well, that's something that someone's going to have to see where the play is at. So as you st turn the steering wheel slightly left and right with the car running and the car in park, you want to look yes. at that left front tire. And as you st as you turn the steering wheel two inches to the right, two inches to the left, this, that left front tire should mimic the steering wheel movement exactly. And when it doesn't, and there's a delay, so you move the steering wheel and it doesn't move the tire, then you move it back and it does move the tire, then there's a delay, then there's a worn component in the front end. So it could be a tie rod end, it could be the rack bushings, it could be a lower ball joint, it could be a lot of different things, and it's easy to diagnose with a gray-haired guy. So I would have them deal with that before I had them deal with your mounts. Okay, so, um, all right. Uh, because they did, they did uh, uh, they balanced the tires and they um, did something else to the tires, and that was supposed to rectify it, but I guess it didn't. Well, you need to find a new shop because they don't know what they're doing. When a car is wandering all over the place, yes, you'd air up the tires, but a, a tire balance is a huge waste of time because the tire balance causes a vibration. It doesn't cause the car to wander. And they okay. probably did an alignment, but really alignment. and truly, an, ali okay. an alignment doesn't fix when it's wandering all over the place, but the alignment should have told them where the problem's at. So if you're going to one of those shops that specializes in brakes or transmissions or specializes in paint, and you're asking them to look at the front end of your car, you're at the wrong place. So you need to oh. find somebody who's a professional in the alignment industry. But Sheila, I gotta run. I gotta get Greg. So I thank you very I much. I need a place. I need a place to go. I live in Scottsdale. Okay, what part of town do you live? I live in North Scottsdale. Okay, I would take it to Air Park Auto, and I would talk to Nadine. She owns okay. the company, and she's okay. a lady. Air Park okay. Auto. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Thank Thanks. you very much. You betcha. Let's go to Greg. Greg, thank you for holding and let me take in Sheila first. How can I help you? No problem. I 
I don't even know how to start this without giving you a lot of details on it. We've got a 2003 Dodge van, a Ram van. It had uh, 122,000 miles on it, and the engine blew. Okay. So rather than take it to a, a smaller shop, uh, I, in my expert advice to my wife, I've spoken to you before about the same vehicle. Um, okay, now we, we, need, to, to we need to move on. Okay, we okay. took it to a dealership. Uh, $9,000 later, we had a new motor, and <clears throat> the vehicle was back on the road for about a week. A week later, uh, my wife calls me and says the engine's overheating, and I pulled it into a parking lot and killed the motor. I said, good. So I showed up, popped the hood, and I could see a, a fracture in the radiator. So we took it back to the dealer, and they went ahead and said, yep, you need a new radiator. They put one in for $700 more, and then when they fired up the motor, it was still overheating. So now what they're telling us is, and what they've done, is charged us yet another $4,000 for a motor, and they are shipping the motor that was remanufactured by a very large company. I won't drop any names. And they claim this large company is going to tear down the motor and see whether or not it was due to the radiator blowing or... So my question for you, Mark, I'm sorry to give you all this stuff. Can a okay. new motor blow a radiator? Um, if, it, if the head gasket is bad and we start pumping hot compression into the cooling system, it will certainly blow the motor. However... This, the other side of the coin is, is the engine caused the radiator to blow up, that's the one and the two, or she drove it too long. Well, and that's it. And I mean, she, yeah. Those, wait, 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 let me finish. I, no, 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 no. You, you hang on. You hang on. I'm 30 seconds from a break. We'll talk after the break. But the bottom line is, the engine caused the radiator to blow up, or the radiator blew up first, and it was driven too far. And so what they're saying to you is, is we're going to send it for analysis and we're going to do an autopsy on it. The question I have for them is, is how the heck are you going to know if it has a blown head gasket? It has a blown head gasket. We don't know if that came first or second. So stay right there. When I come back, I'll take you. 602-508-0960. We'll be back right after this. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004... They won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. I have a question for you. When it comes time, will you have enough money to retire? Hi, I'm Nick Fertucci, professional real estate investor and trainer. And if the answer to that is no, I can show you how to change that. Call now and get a free copy of my new DVD, Fortunes and Flipping, and learn about opportunities to wholesale and flip properties, whether you have good or bad credit or little to no money. I'll also show you how to out-invest inflation and take control of your financial future with my three-step system to find, fund, and flip that teaches you how to get in, get out, and get paid. I'll even show you how to get your retirement money invested in real estate and out of that risky stock market. Call 800-615-3039 now to get your free Fortunes and Flipping DVD. Call 800-615-3039 now and you'll also get free tickets to a live training workshop that includes a free meal, a smartphone watch, and USB drive loaded with Nick's powerful information as free gifts just for attending. Call 800-615-3039-800-615-3039. 39 call now Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. How do I choose a book? Sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual. If a book's really impressing me and the writing is really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is, because the endings of books should rock you. I am a book person, and if you're a book person, to read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org, because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress, and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number three. Listening to Seth Liebson from six to eight and want to chime in? Open your Patriot app, click the upper left-hand corner, and click on Call Studio. It's that easy. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Got an iPhone, BlackBerry, or smartphone? Download the Patriot app for your phone. Just go to your app store or log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're here talking about cars. Let me tell you about Automatic Transmission Exchange at 40th Street and Washington in Phoenix. They've been around working on transmission since 1968. Phil and his staff are transmission diagnostics experts. They're also transmission repair and rebuild experts. But Automatic Transmission Exchange has lots and lots of years of experience. They're centrally located in central Phoenix, but south. And if you want to, to stop by and have Phil or one of his guys take a ride with you or talk to you or if you can demonstrate the problem, they're happy to do that. All of our transmission shops are happy to do that. So when it comes to Phoenix proper, the only transmission shop in Phoenix proper that I recommend is Automatic Transmission Exchange at 40th Street in Washington. Okay, Greg, there's yes, two issues as far as your engine is concerned. If All the right. head, The head gaskets are going to be blown either way. 
it doesn't really make any difference. They're blown either way. So if it needs a new engine, it's because the head gaskets were blown. What really makes a difference on the one, two, three of this, did the head gaskets blow? Did the engine start consuming coolant? When the coolant got low, it created an overheat, and then the overheat blew the seam on a 122,000-mile radiator. That's section one. Number two is, is the radiator blew a hole in it just because of wear and tear. The car continued to be driven. It overheated, burnt the head gaskets, and then the, the engine took a went to heaven. Here's let me, the difference let me clarify between... something, Mark. The, the radiator did not have 122,000 miles on it. It was a two-year-old radiator. At the most, it had 20,000. It maybe doesn't make any 30. difference. Okay. It doesn't make All any right. difference. It doesn't make any difference. Because I don't know where you bought it. I don't know what brand name it had on it. Um, right. And I don't know who put it in, and I don't know what the warranty was. I don't know any of that. So you'll have to forgive me. Perhaps I jumped to that conclusion, and I'm sorry. The bottom line is is that if this thing has pistons that have transferred metal to the walls, if this thing smells really burnt up, then the only time that happens is when, unfortunately, the driver tries to make it to the next traffic light or to the next stop or tries to make it to work or to home or whatever. So there, there is, there's no real fine line here, but... Um, you know, you have what option do you have? Your option is is to hang on and see what the engine rebuilder says. That's maybe right. the engine That's rebuilder finds a minimal amount of damage, and maybe the engine rebuilder says, you know what, we're going to put this back together and we'll do this for him for nothing, and you guys reinstall it. That could be that what happens. Or the engine rebuilder says, we've got scalded cylinders, we've got our heat tabs are completely burned up, we've got crankshaft damage, and everything shows that this overheat was ignored, and that's why we have all the rest of this engine damage. So it's going to be one of two scenarios that I've already, you know, given you, and you don't have, I don't see that you have a choice. Just hang on to that clothesline, and let's see what the dealer says. That's the only choice I think you have. Well, good luck to you, Greg. Thank you very much. Bob, you're up next. How can I help you, Bob? Hi there. Hi there. I have, I have a, uh, an 03 Explorer um, XLT with the V8 in it and, you know, four-wheel okay. drive and all that jazz. Uh, okay. It, it got a developed this rattle, and it sounds, you know, if I crawl underneath it, it sounds like it's coming from up around the torque converter and stuff. And as I researched this, it did. It, it's been known to happen in this in this car. The car shifts good. The rattle goes away when it uh, when it goes into fourth gear when it locks up when the torque converter locks up. I okay. guess when it goes into high gear. The rattle. Are you on stops. Bluetooth for me? Hang on a second. I'm sorry. Okay. 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 I'll. I'll, I'll okay. Is that better? Okay. Perfect. Be oh, okay. much better. I've never been called perfect, so thank you. Uh, no, no problem, no problem. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it's got this, it sounds like a diesel, uh, rattly, rattly, clunkety, clunkety. It shifts good, it goes through the gears good, it doesn't, it doesn't flare, it doesn't do anything weird. And, but the rattle goes away when I get it to high gear. Okay. Uh, Alright, I, I want to know if it's temperature related. No. It seems so it's to, not, it doesn't right, happen. Right, right, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me get my question out because I'm trying to help you, but you continuing to tell me that it rattles doesn't help me. So I want to know first thing in the morning if this rattles there. 
on startup, it it happens immediately after startup. Okay. Now, if you were to not let it go into overdrive, and you went one, two, three, how long would it take for the rattle to return or go away? Go away. It will return as soon as it shifts down. Like if I stop at a stop. Okay, okay. Because cause you're, you're describing, you're, you have tied this rattle to the transmission. And I'm telling you, this could be the very first one I've ever heard of transmission rattling. I, I've never heard that before. Huh. And the torque converter, when it goes bad, it causes a whine, not a rattle. And okay. it, it eliminates your ability to go into fourth gear. And okay. there's lots of other things going on. So uh, I'm trying to assign your rattle somewhere, but really and truly I'm struggling to assign a rattle that may or may not be temperature related to the transmission. So l let, me give you, let me give you the best advice I can give you. Do you know where the catalytic converter is? Because it's right yeah. next to the transmission. Okay. Right. Tomorrow morning when it's cold, I would like you to crawl underneath that, not in your Sunday best, and I'd like you to kick the heck out of that catalytic converter. Okay. Kick it hard, two, three, four times. Because if the biscuit's loose, then the biscuit's going to rattle. And then once you start the car up and once you warm the car up, then the biscuit stops moving and the rattle goes away. It's right next to the transmission. And that's yeah. a far better option than you having a transmission problem because when you go into overdrive, when you go into fourth gear, we lock the engine to the differential. And so that does it with main drive access. Otherwise, the power from the engine is going straight through the transmission. So then the question is, is where would be the rattle? Mm. So that's that's kind of what I want you to try the catalytic converter because really and truly that's the most likely issue now I can't match it perfectly to your symptoms but I can match it to 70 percent of your symptoms you said that when you went into high gear it would go away and and, and, right. and it normally wouldn't when it was cold but um, I, I don't know the answer to that but if you'll kick the now there may be two catalytic converters on that V8 there may be one on each side of the transmission so follow the exhaust manifolds to where they go if they both go to one catalytic converter then you kick that one but they may come out and each have a, a cat on each side then they go to a Y then they go into the muffler and then they go to the back of the car so you'll have to kick both of them but just use an old pair of boots and just sit down there and just kick it like you're like you're kicking a kickball you're not going to hurt it and see if it if one of them rattles and one of them doesn't then I suggest that that's your problem Alrighty. Thank you very much, Bob. Good luck to you. And if you think it's a transmission problem and you can duplicate in any of the transmission shops on my list, we'll be happy to talk to you and drive the car for free. And if I'm wrong, I'll be the first one to admit it. I just, I just don't, I don't remember the last time I had a rattle in an automatic transmission. I've had a lot of other noises, whining and, and clunking and stuff like that, but a rattle is difficult um, for me to, to assess. 602-508-0960. Gil? Do we have any other callers? Okay. Well, Gil says it's break time, and he does that in a nice way. And I'll look at the clock and recognize I'm two and a half minutes past that break. So during the break, Gil will slap me around, and we'll be back right after this. Hi, I'm Dan Davis, and I want to introduce you to Bob Jones and my friends at Quality Transmission Service. A lot of people are hanging on to their cars to save money, but driving an older car means you'll eventually need repairs. 
If it's a bad transmission, you could be left stranded, and that's a pretty helpless feeling. But help is a phone call away. Quality Transmission is family-owned and operated and has been serving the Valley since 1977. Bob is all about quality, and he's been doing the right thing his entire life. Eagle Scout, two tours of Vietnam, and the very first winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. At Quality Transmission Service, every overhaul transmission comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. Quality Transmission is AAA approved, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau, and is a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix. So for all your automotive transmission needs, call Quality Transmission Service. Quality Transmission Service, getting you back on the road. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. If you're over 50 and concerned about any of the following, stay tuned for an exclusive free bottle offer. Are you concerned about your heart health? Are you interested in healthy brain function? What about joint comfort and energy? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, we want to send you a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus now with CoQ10. Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 combines krill oil with fish oil in one tiny pill. And this little pill delivers big health benefits to your heart your joints, your arteries, and brain. And with CoQ10, you'll enjoy extra energy, too. Best of all, you can get a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 today. Just pay for shipping. Call right now and request your free bottle. Dial 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. Again, call now. 1-800-679-5745. Welcome back, everybody. 45 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock in the morning. My name is Mark Salem. The lines are wide open. We've got Suzanne on the line, but you're welcome to join us. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. If we can all agree that we'll talk about what kind of year, make and model you have in your car, about how many miles, and then we'll talk about the symptoms. We'll talk about the rattle, or we'll talk about the noise, or we'll talk about stuff like that. So before we do that, let me tell you real quick about Action Auto Repair at I-17 in Deer Valley. He's on the northwest corner of I-17 in Deer Valley. I've known Tom since the probably late 70s. He's a very good, honest man. Um, he knows a lot about cars. He's a he's an electrical wizard, and he's also, I, he hates it when I say this, but he's also a world-class fisherman. <laughs> so uh, 
if you want to sit in his lobby and have your oil changed and talk about uh, fish, then he would be more than happy to sit there with you and do just that. But they're also willing to, at the Action Auto Repair to talk about your car, talk about uh, your symptoms, and then take a drive if that's what you want. So if you have a repair shop that you love, by all means, stay there. But if you want to compare your shop to some other shop, then compare your shop to Action Auto Repair. And if you don't have a repair shop, may I kindly suggest that you try Action Auto Repair I-17 and Deer Valley. Suzanne, good morning to you. How can I help you today? Hi, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I have a, a F-150 Ford pickup truck with 96,000 miles on it. And they okay. told me I need to spend $1,800 to replace the spark plugs, the ignition coils, and get a fuel injection service. And I'm debating, you know, whether that's a good price for that and whether I should trade it in and get something else. Okay. Um, Suzanne, I, uh, I am having a tough time biting my lip over this. <laughs> um, I am... I'm telling you <clears throat> that I process eight to 10,000 cars a year. We have 20 bays, and I don't remember the last time we did a fuel injection flush, and I'm telling you that we don't even have the equipment to do a fuel injection flush. So I've always been bothered by that. It, way back when, when fuel injection first came out in the late 90s, we, we all of us bought equipment, and so did I that would flush your fuel injectors and we found out later that we were damaging them okay now there is a there is a time to flush injectors and that's when you have a symptom and you want to flush the injectors to determine if the problem gets better or worse or the same because if you don't know if it's a spark plug or a cylinder or a, or an injector if you flush the injectors usually if it stays the same then it's not the injectors but if it gets worse or better then you go bingo well, so I did to pay them in... to do a test, and they did a test on it, um, and then they told me that my spark plugs were, four of them were bad. Okay. Well, uh, I would imagine that, and you said it had 96,000 miles, so mm -hmm. I would imagine the spark plugs do need to be replaced, but here's here's what's going on. You have a V8 in your truck, I would imagine, right? Yes. Okay. And what they're talking about is is this is what they really should say to you. Suzanne, um, it's difficult at best to do all eight spark plugs on your truck, and it's hard to get them out, and it's hard to get them in. And the coils sit on top of the spark plugs, so there's eight coils, and then there's eight boots. And there's a lot of times that we tear the boots getting things apart, and there's a lot of times that we get blamed for misfires after we do this you know, major amount of work. So instead of us fighting on this and having you come back three or four times and blaming us for everything that's wrong and you know, all that kind of stuff, we're just going to go ahead and put eight new coils and eight new boots and eight new spark plugs in there, and then that way there won't be any problems. They did tell me they were hard to get out, that, that would, if they broke them, that would cost more. Yeah, yeah, they're right about that. But, you know, I can tell you that we don't allow, there's a lot of shops that don't say that. Uh -huh. There's a lot of shops that lay the groundwork and say, hey, when we get it apart, we may find a bed coil. Because there's, there's visual evidence that the coil is misfiring. You have a white cloudy substance all over the exit part of the coil. Then the boot, you can look at the boot and determine if the boot's been misfiring. But the real question is, is what's happening right now? Does the truck idle rough in the morning or after it's got hot? 
does it ever sit there and go ta da ta 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 or does it go? It hesitates sometimes when I accelerate. Okay, that's not a spark plug. It's not a spark plug, unless it goes ta 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 ta. But if it goes ooh, then that hesitation probably get cleaned up the throttle blades and get that done. Okay, it doesn't. I can just tell you that. It doesn't make sense. You were talking about. I don't like the price. Okay. I don't like the price. I don't like. I think they're bidding everything in a worst case scenario. The question is, is if it's not the worst case scenario, can you trust them to back off of that eighteen hundred dollar price? And so, what's the repair shop that you recommend? Well, let me ask you. How long have you done business with this repair shop? Um, probably. Well, I haven't done much business with them, but we've. Probably like 20 years, but I've hardly had them do anything expensive. You know, maybe they've replaced okay. the brakes. Okay. Well, um, what part of town do you live in? I live in Carefree. Okay. I don't. I don't have anybody in Carefree. I don't have anybody in Fountain Hills. Um, you'd have to come south. Do you ever come near the Bell and the the, the uh, 101 uh, area? Sure. Okay. I would go to Air Park Auto. And I would ask them, I would have your truck in the parking lot and walk in and don't go in on a Monday morning or a Friday afternoon for obvious reasons. And just walk in the door and say, folks, I, I've been recommended to you by Mark Salem. And, and I'm telling you, I don't make any money on the recommendation, okay? I'm, mm-hmm. not, I'm not sending you there so I make money. I don't take a dime. If they're going to give me something, I tell them to take it off your bill. So you say, I need spark plugs. I'm at 100,000 miles. Would you come out and would you write me an estimate? And would you be kind of specific about it? Because this is what a specific estimate sounds like and looks like. The labor to replace your spark plugs is X. If we have to dig one of them out, then it's this much per hour, and we typically do them successfully in an hour and a half. Now, we may need a coil, and if it, if it needs coils, more one one or more then they're $32 a piece and I'm making this up as I go so don't hold me to these prices mm-hmm. now the boots you have eight boots and eight coils chances are we don't need all eight coils we may need one so here's a price for the one on the boots I'd like to put all of them on but they're only three or four dollars a piece so with your permission I'd like to put all of them on because the risk is huge and the reward is small mm-hmm. so um, let's just put boots and spark plugs in it and we'll go from there and I think it's a good idea that you do it at, at this time because I would hate to be digging those spark plugs out at 120,000 miles. I might be wrong about your hesitation, and it may go away if you get the spark plugs changed. But I think we just need another comparison. Then you need to go back to the first place and have them break their estimate out. How much is the fuel injection flush? How much are the spark plugs? How much is the labor replaces spark plugs? How much is each boot, and how much is each coil? Once you get that in front of you, you can make an intelligent decision. If they don't want to give you that, it's because they're embarrassed. That's okay, what well our industry does. They did tell me the fuel injection service was $150. Okay. So that's $150. And here's the, here's the thing. When we have all this fancy-dancy machines that we want to sell because we make a lot of money doing the services, if my mother would say to them, what symptoms are you going to fix by flushing my fuel injectors? What are you going to do for me? Are you going to improve my gas mileage? Because I, my gas mileage is fine. Are you going to, what, what are you going to do for me? Well, we're going to clean up your fuel injectors and we're going to take away, uh, it's going to run better. Well, no, it runs pretty good right now. I've owned it since it was new. Uh, 
but specifically, what symptoms do you see that necessitates this fuel injection flush? And when you start talking about like that, Suzanne, most most technicians don't even know what to say. But okay, I well, prefer that you do car repair based on symptoms and not what they think you need. It's not making noise. It just hesitates on acceleration. I think they told me the number eight spark plug was bad, the worst one, and then there was um, maybe two or three other ones that weren't working well, but they wanted to replace them all. Okay. I don't know how they would come to that conclusion because I have some really high-tech equipment and I don't have the ability to do the second half of what you said. I don't have the ability to say, oh, you got three that are so-so and one that's bad. I do have the ability to say one's bad, but I don't have the ability to say that three are, are just working so-so. Perhaps that's just a misunderstanding. Um, you, you're certainly welcome to go where you want. I'm just uncomfortable with the estimate. I'm, I made that clear. I'm uncomfortable with the cleaning of the fuel injectors because that's a high-profit item for a shop. And, and I, if you don't have any symptoms, uh, why wouldn't you just put the spark plugs in and the boots and the coils or whatever it needs and then see if the hesitation is still there? Because the hesitation could be cleaned up by an $85 throttle blade cleanup. And I think that's better than a $150 fuel injection flush that probably won't fix your, your um, hesitation. But if they look you in the eye and say, we're going to fix your hesitation for that fuel injection flush, I'd do the spark plug first. And then if it's still there, then I'd go back and call them on it and say, okay, then I'm going to hold you to your feet to the fire. So for $150, you're going to do two things. Number one, you're going to fix my hesitation. And number two, you're going to flush my fuel injectors. Thank you very much. That's how I would handle it. Alrighty, let's move on to Chris. Chris, you're next. How can I help you today? I have a 05 Grand Caravan, and okay. my rear blower motor, or my uh, blower for the fan, only works on high. And I think I found that that's a blower motor resistor. Probably um, so, yes. My, but my front fan um, uh, seems to not want to blow at times but and then other times it'll blow it's like early in the morning when it's cool outside the front fan will work for the inside air but then uh like if i stop pick my kids up and then turn the car back on a lot of times it won't come back on and then okay. when i'm driving like uh, 10 uh, minutes later it'll come back on okay two different things here Okay. The rear blower is either the switch that's lost one, two, and three, and only has four, or it is the blower motor resistor. So you've diagnosed that 50-50 right. On the okay. front blower, I want you, you know that you have what we call dashboard vents up a high by the windshield. That's called top vents. Then the middle vents okay. are in the center of the dash, and then you have the floor. I'm thinking... Okay that you're thinking that the blower quits working, but I'll bet you dollars to donuts that if you stick your hand up on that dashboard, you're going to find out that the air's coming through those vents instead of coming through the center vents. If that's the case, you have a vacuum line problem that services the controls in the front unit. So that vacuum line has come loose or deteriorated or broken or whatever. That service of the vacuum is causing your 
um, your error to default into the wrong or to default to the dashboard. If you want to talk more, stay right there. But I got to take a break in just a few seconds. And we have open lines available: 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. We'll take Chris when we come back. We'll be back right after this. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 